Episode 114, Las Vegas Patriots, which pains me to say. This is our 2023 NFL free agency review. Uh, Today is Thursday, the 16th of March, so there's still lots of free agency left. But Coach and I are hopping on today to give you guys our thoughts on what's happened so far in free agency with our teams, Raiders and Chiefs, and then uh, what's going on in the league and and all that craziness. So, Coach, how are we today on – Today's the first official day, isn't it? Uh, yesterday. Yesterday. Is the first yesterday. Yesterday. Day. 15th. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. so all the signings it, are going on today. Yes. Yeah. It's the whole, the whole NFL thing is weird. Cause then you have some, like some post June 1st cap cuts that like, I think that's kind of what happened with Slay. He was like cut, but he really wasn't cut. He just, they just saved some money on him. Um, obviously there's the legal tampering period, which we got most of our, our, our major signings on and, and, and saw, and then everything kind of became official here. The last, you know, 24 uh 24 hours 24 to 48 hours which it's just it's just kind of weird to be honest with you that they have like a legal tampering period uh for no reason uh just make it illegal i mean why why even have the tampering you know mantra on there or whatever but uh right. yeah chiefs obviously uh lost some people um they uh they lost Kalen saunders he went to uh the saints he will be missed i love that guy he's great on twitter uh he's a st louis guy too so Props to him, and you know, uh, he had three and a half sacks last year. was was a good part of our team, um, you know, a rotational piece nonetheless. But uh, a good guy to come off the bench, uh, make some plays, and uh, was just a good. Seemed like would have been a really good locker room guy. Um, you know, Juan Thornhill has left us too. Um, great piece, um, and he left for the Cleveland Browns. Um, and uh, obviously, Juju Smith Schuster went to the Patriots, which I. That's yeah, the last I also, place I thought he would end up. Yeah, it, Bill Bill Belichick and him don't seem to necessarily match up personality wise. Um, but you know anything can happen. And then lastly, you know, we just you know the news kind of just broke last night: Orlando Brown Jr. going to the um, going to the Bengals, getting the biggest bonus for offensive lineman ever at thirty one million. Um, overpay, sure. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, slight overpay. Uh, but you know they're doing whatever they can to 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 protect Joe Burrow. Obviously, the, their O line has been an issue. Um, I think Orlando Brown Jr. probably makes them a little bit better. I don't think it you know vaults them to the top of the league as far as offensive lines go. But um, it's uh, you know it's it's one of those things like we, we know you know like you know when the, when you draft these guys, um, you know three or four years down the line. Uh, or four or five years down the line, there's a good chance that some of these guys are not going to be there. And they could have been, you know, great contributors on your team. But, you know, with the, the salary cap and this and that, um, you know, uh, we lost some guys. Obviously, you know, we talked last time about Frank Clark, Clark getting cut um, for, you know, cap-saving purposes. Um, but it's just one, it's one of those things. And, you know, Hardman hasn't been signed. Will he come back to KC? I doubt it. But, um, you know, any, anything is possible. Uh, but uh, – on to the Chiefs signings, though. Um, so we got uh, Jawan Taylor, who was a right tackle on um, the Jaguars. Uh, I think very solid player. Uh, you know, I think they're going to try and convert him to left tackle is what I'm hearing. I'm also hearing that the Chiefs might still try and go get Laramie Tunzel, right? So that would Because you guys lost Wiley, too, right? We lost Wiley, yeah. Wiley, yeah, it's a good – I forgot Wiley. Wiley went to the Commanders. Um, good, good, uh, good reminding me there. I appreciate it. I got you. You can, you can lose track of these guys sometimes, but, um, yeah. So I think Dewan Taylor, they, I have trust in Veach. I have trust in, you know, our O-line coaches and, and, uh, 
and why not to, to think like, Hey, do we think we can make this guy a left tackle and just cap wise, like his cap hit year one's like 5.7 million. And, uh, overall, as far as the deal goes, it's really just, it's an affordable deal. Sometimes we like, we look at the numbers right away. I think it was like four years and 80 million. It's like, it's not really that, you know what I mean? It's, it's, uh, the way the cap isn't real, right? That's kind of like what we've come right. up the Rams, with. The Rams and the Saints have shown us that. The Rams and the Saints, yeah, because how the Saints are still signing people is, you know, one of the, you know, 10, eight wonders of the world. Um, but uh, so Jawan Taylor, I think, will will be a good piece on the offensive line. Obviously, we have Creed Humphrey. We have Trey Smith. We have some guys that we're going to need to re-sign here in a couple of years. So I think um, getting Jawan Taylor to a, a, you know, respectable good deal um, is, you know, uh, is good. And, you know, to Orlando Brown Jr. point, you know, there's a lot of people that say like, you know, the six year, $139 million that the chiefs offered, um, or I think it was right around hundred, 135 million. They offered to, uh, Orlando Brown Jr. Last season. He didn't want to take it. He wanted to prove himself. I guess that deal was another one of those that made maybe looks really big on the outside, but on the inside, it's like, the money's all kind of weird. He didn't have a fourth year guarantee. So he's going to bet on himself, whatever he, he got paid. He's set for life. Uh, and then uh, Chris Amanu, I think that's how you say his name. Uh, yeah. A, a tackle and hybrid from San Francisco signs with us. He's going to, I think kind of take uh, Chris, uh, uh, Chris Clark, um, Frank Clark's uh, spot. I mean, I think he, he also might be right next to, to Jones, I think he's going to be somebody who I think they thought he might be more of an interior guy than an edge. Yeah, he, oh yeah, he'll be more of an interior guy. So team him up with Stone Cold Chris Jones, let them eat, let them feast, um, and go from there. But you know, just two, two, and they Tyreek, Tyrese, Tyreek Wharton, uh, a D tackle who tore his um ACL last year, uh, came back. They re-signed him. He was having a good year until he tore his ACL. Uh, so another good depth piece. And, you know, obviously we still got a lot of time left in, uh, in free agency to go. And there will definitely be a lot more signings that happen. Uh, you know, I haven't seen anything recently on the Chiefs end, but they've done okay so far. And, you know, you, you got to trust in Beach. You got to trust in the process. Andy Reid, uh, their talent evaluators, their scouts, they go out there, they find good guys. Uh, and they 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 do their best to continually improve the team. People want to play with Patrick Mahomes. People want to play for Andy Reid. Uh, they want to play for like you know a world class organization that's won two Super Bowls in the last five years, and uh, you know has been to three in the last five years. Just you know we got our ass kicked in one of them. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm happy with it so far. It's maybe not as glitzy or, or nice as like some other teams like we'll talk about later. Mainly one that a former chief personnel um individual is now the gm4 he's done a great job i think uh all things considered he'll be obviously probably the most trendy pick for uh best offseason so far but again something we'll talk about a little later you guys already know who it is but i gotta have some suspense uh but yeah chiefs got to do a lot more but there's also a lot more time they'll find chiefs tend to find good pieces that uh you find a little bit later in free agency, you, you get a little bit of a deal on, and that's that's what I'm thinking is going to happen. So we shall see. But uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what you know Brett Beach and the the boys have cooked up next. What do you think? I mean, I kind of agree. I think that you guys 
a lot of these like better teams you're seeing, they're not like scrambling and picking up a ton of big, big name guys when like you guys, the Eagles, you're kind of just negotiating with the guys you have. And then maybe if you can find, you know, another player to insert in, in positions, maybe at a bit of a cheaper option, that's kind of the smart play. Um, Cause you know, you're going to need some money down the stretch with injuries and, and other, you know, people being filtered out of positions. But um, you know, I, I wouldn't even be like worried about you guys. Like the, there weren't a ton of issues. Obviously you're going to have to look for wide receiver, whether it's going to be um, continuing in free agency or in the draft, you know, with Juju gone, Hardman's a free agent. It's basically your rookies and Kadarius, Tony um, kind of like a Packers receiver situation last year. So hopefully you guys aren't quite there, um, but still like it, it looked good overall. And I think we didn't see anyone like I'd say Thornhill. I was kind of surprised to see leave because he's pretty decent. And um yeah, you know, he had a couple picks, pass breakups. Like he was, he was in there. He, you know, he got burned every now and again. But when if you're getting burned by people like Devonte Adams, you can't really be that upset with them. Like, no, he wasn't yeah. getting burnt. You know, torched by, um, you know, like I don't know, like a Kenny Galladay or anything like that. Who is no, who is no longer a giant? Finally, um, yes, but my man got paid, so he did. But it basically, just the way you're talking about, like your your faith in your GM the winning culture that you guys have that you're just trying to get players to maintain is just so far the opposite from what I'm looking at with the Raiders right now. Should I just segue into that? I mean, I yeah, think we're... segue into that. Let's do a, you know, cause I've obviously given you a lot of shit on uh, your off season. So deservedly far. so it's trash. Deservedly so. See, I'm already going, I'm already going. Um, so we'll just go with some of the re-signings. So the, the Raiders re-signed Brandon Parker, right tackle. He's not great. They re-signed Amir Abdullah. Josh McDaniel's favorite option on third and 20 on screens. So that's great. And then I always say his first name wrong. Cause it's not Jacob Johnson. It's like Jakob Johnson, our fullback. Jakob. Like so he's from Germany. So I like Jakob, uh, yeah. fullbacks. Um, so that's fine. But then um, they brought back Roderick teamers, safeties, rotational guys, special teams, not all that great. And then Jerry Tillery, the D tackle from, uh, from the chargers, former first round pick. Uh, he's not great in run defense. He he can be a disruptor up the middle, but you know not you know not one of the flashier names around. But probably the the best player they re-signed. And then we'll just kind of go into the big news. They signed Jimmy Garoppolo as a quarterback. Uh, person that I said I did not want on the team wasn't interested. It was him. The chatter about Mac Jones. I just wasn't feeling it. Um, I think that Garoppolo has. Obviously, more of a winning background. He comes from Kyle Shanahan. He's always had a top defense to back him up. He is going to have to facilitate and operate in a defense that is bottom 15. And the receiving core, I think, has gotten worse as as the offseason has gone on um, pretty rapidly. Um, so I think this is going to be a big test for him. I, I said it, and I got flame for it. I think that Derek Carr is a better quarterback than Jimmy Garoppolo when it comes down to just physical ability, traits, leadership, things of that nature. People talk about Jimmy's a leader and a locker room guy. I could see him being like a funny guy, but I remember watching the 49ers struggling in the playoffs because they didn't have a quarterback, and he's on the sidelines smiling and joking with Trey Lance. Um, I didn't really see him trying to help rally the guys, which I think is kind of a telling moment. So I've just, I'm someone that's never bought into him. You know, he went five and two. He has a five and two playoff record, which is way better than Derek Carr, who's own one. Um, what did he win? Five games without throwing a touchdown pass, something like that. 
like that's not going to fly in the AFC West. Like you have to be a gunslinger and I would not categorize Jimmy Garoppolo as a uh, gunslinger. He has played two, I think two or three seasons, three seasons in his nine seasons where he's played at double digit games. Uh, Derek Carr has never missed more than two games in a year of the regular season. So the complete opposite uh, when you run their numbers and, and things of that nature. So I'm pretty nervous about that. I He's a bridge quarterback. They did give him a three-year deal, so that's something to think about. Um, the deal, financially, the Raiders are being smart. Are they being cheap? Some might categorize it that way as well. There's no big splash signings. There's nobody really exciting that's been added in free agency yet. Uh, they picked up a safety, Marcus Epps from the Eagles, Robert Splain, linebacker from Pittsburgh. Two areas of need for sure. Are they two playmakers? No. Um you know, Spillane is kind of like uh, Denzel Perryman, who he lost uh, in free agency. He hasn't signed anywhere yet. I think he was talking to the Texans. Spillane is, uh, you know, he's he's a tackler. He's strong in coverage. He's a liability. Marcus Epps is kind of like Jonathan Abram. He's a hitter. Is he great in coverage? No. And uh, those are two positions now where you have to be able to cover, um, you know, receivers as well. And then who the Raiders signed. So we have all these needs at defense. I think that our offense last year, if everyone had been healthy, would have been a top five offense. If Darren Waller, who we'll talk about in a minute, Hunter Renfro uh, were healthy. Uh, Matt Collins has also gone in free agency. hasn't signed anywhere yet. Um, it's really just like Devontae and, and Hunter right now because um, Darren Waller got traded to the Giants for a third round pick. He was hurt last year. There's rumors now of some locker room issues. Uh no one was invited to his wedding. Everyone went to Max Crosby's wedding instead. Josh McDaniel supposedly released to the media that um, Waller was getting married, and I guess he wanted that under wraps. That's a whole other thing. But a third-round pick for a top-five tight end is crazy to me when you think about how rare it is to get a, a tight end of that that uh, playmaking ability. Because when he's healthy, he's borderline unstoppable. And he's healthy the last two games of the season with Jarrett Stidham. He looked um, ridiculous. So I, I showed it to a coach before the show started under the my little notes here about Waller getting traded. Um, I wrote a four-letter F word and uh, in all caps and underlined it a couple times. Um, so you get rid of, you know, one of the best tight ends currently in the league and uh, replace, replace him with two receivers, Philip Dorsett and Jacoby Myers, two former Patriots, of course. And um, so I'm just thrilled about that, bringing more Patriots. And, uh, you know, I, I kind of wonder what we need Jacoby Myers for when we have. A... We got, we got, we have some technical difficulties. Obviously you guys know we do this podcast. We're not in a studio. We're not doing this. Um, yeah. We're not doing this in a studio. We're doing this at these, our homes. We all have lives. So, uh, you know, our co-hosts had some kids interrupt us. Um, because you know what? We we love doing this so much that we kids, dogs, you hear it all here. So this is this is a real podcast. This isn't super professional, but we you, you hear it all here. So you get you will get a get a little bit of it all. So we apologize for that. But what Brennan was saying was is the uh Raiders make his life absolutely miserable. Uh Josh they do. Daniels is an idiot. And um they're really just trying to make uh the Patriots of the West coast, a thing. And they are doing a phenomenal job doing that because the more and more Patriots they add, uh, the more and more it digs into the soul of, uh, of Brandon. 
uh, Brendan. Um, it's just of all, of all the teams for them. Like we have such a history with the Patriots and it's an ugly history. And yes. And this is what I feared when they hired McDaniels. And I understand that you want guys that are like a scheme fit. Darren Waller is a, like a, he's a pass catching tight end. He's not a blocker. That's not his strong suit. He's not going to line up next to the right or left tackle and, and help with that. Um, he's just not great at it. So I get, you want your scheme fit guys, but when they're that good, you might have to change your scheme around some of the players you have instead of trading them for peanuts. And to me, a third round pick for Darren Waller is peanuts. Um, the Packers offered them a second last year, not even last year. Well, technically, but it was like December. It was right before the free agency uh, or the um, trade deadline. So what just m- my main look at all of this is that in the AFC West specifically, you build a team to beat who coach? The chiefs, the chiefs. Yeah. You want to, so exactly beat you. So, uh, and it doesn't happen much with the Raiders and you look at the moves they made and this is not a team that's poised to beat the Chiefs. I don't even know if it's a team that's going to beat the Broncos at this point. Um, the defensive needs are being addressed, but not with the right players. The offense, I think, is getting weaker. Uh, you can tell that Jacobs is not happy. Devontae even made some social media posts that we're interpreting as as different things. You're, you're rocking the boat so much that other players in free agency are publicly saying they don't want to come play here. Uh, Darius Slade meant, made some remark about not wanting to be uh, in Vegas. So he, he nicks that real quick. And I think he's heading back to the Eagles anyways. Yeah, that's what we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Right. But just in general, it doesn't look like currently, and it's too early to say really because the, the draft hasn't happened yet and free agency isn't over, but a lot of the, the best players are obviously already gone. And, and free agency and the draft in general, both I think are kind of weak this year as far as players available. And as far as, um, you know, options, um, like the wide receiver market is not great besides, you know, DeAndre Hopkins or some, or possibly OBJ. And then, you know, it's not like uh, Aaron Donald is available uh, for D-tackle right now. But it's just not right now the team looks like the fourth best team in the AFC West. And based on the decisions they're making of free agency, it looks like they're they're bargain shopping. And if that's what the Patriot way is, that's what it is. But everyone that's tried to replicate it, um, that has left, you know, new England seems to have failed. So I don't feel good about this projection, uh, for the season. And I feel bad for Max Crosby and Devonte Adams, who are just two studs and are going to be surrounded by guys. They're going to have to bring up, not guys that are going to come in double teams or help them in any way. Um, I get Philip Dorsett as a speed option. He has like 2,000 receiving yards in like five years. And then Jacoby Myers, uh, as far as like slot receivers go, he's bigger. You know, he's four inches taller than Hunter Renfro. He's like 40 pounds heavier. I think he's he's a great option. But the offense was not a concern for the offseason. The defense was, and it's really not being addressed the way I think a lot of us hoped it would be. So I'm not just going to throw everything to the wind, but I, as well as many other Raiders fans are extremely disappointed in the offseason moves right now. And I get being cost-effective and smart. I have no problems with that. But I also have a problem with not placing the right people in position to make plays that are going to win you games when we were already so close last year. Now I think we're just further behind. We're not closer. We're further behind. I don't know. What are, what are your views, Coach? You know, uh, the it sounded like you know according to the Pat McAfee show Aaron Rodgers' first choice was 
the Raiders and they right. said no. Oh, and I'm um, going to get into that later too. We're going to get into that later, obviously, because the Aaron Rodgers news is not annoying at all anymore. It's a, I actually look forward to it on a daily basis to hear what's new. Um, but you know, I you know I don't know what you're doing. Uh, the Jacoby Myers thing doesn't make sense. The the Darren Waller thing doesn't make sense. Um, and uh, it's just as a whole, I, I don't necessarily really know what you're doing. Um, you know, unfortunately, you guys lost. Killian Farrell, he left. You know, that's a that's a big loss. You know, that was a pick that was well worth it. Dude, I swear the the 49ers love taking our our D line guys. Uh, they and, took and Arden Key. In, yeah, yeah. They took Ar- Arden Key, who actually is doing okay. Now he's in the Jaguars. They took Mo Hurst. No, he got not he, really he, Arden Key's left. He uh, where the heck did Arden Key go? He just he just signed a new deal with somebody. I can't think of who. Well, I'm saying he, from the 49ers, he went to the Jags. and yeah, did pretty well. And, did well. Um, and then they took Mo Hurst as well. Um, so now they, now they took Cleon Farrell. You know, who I, to, like, to, he was, to, a, he was an okay player. He's a rotational guy, not worthy of the fourth pick overall, but he was all right. To, to me, this is all setting up for, you know, Josh McDaniels to get the quarterback. He ultimately wants to mold into whatever Josh McDaniels wants to mold him into, you know, with the, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo deal, uh, you know, it's essentially could, could be just a one year deal. He's going to get, you know, 28, 27, 28 million whatever it is he with bonuses and all that. And then I'm sure I would almost bet the house that they're going to be drafting a quarterback in the first round, whether that's, I don't know if that's going to be CJ Stroud, Will Levis, the Connecticut boy and mayonnaise eater. That's if it's you know, CJ Stroud, then I'll shut my mouth about all this, but I don't think it's going to be, yeah, that. I or, think we're going to take could be our, it could be our boy, Anthony Richardson. So um, I definitely think a quarterback is going to be who you guys pick and you're, y'all will go from there. But you know, uh, definitely uh, C minus D plus type thing so far. Oh, the agency. that's even being generous. Uh, Thank and, you. And, you know, I uh, I don't give him a full F because, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo is not a terrible quarterback. But Of the free agent quarterbacks, I think he's one of the better ones, and he has been in the big moments. Has he been great in the big moments? That's something else, too. Because look at his defense the last three years. The, the 49ers, they've been top five every year. We haven't been top five since I've been in my teens. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what's going to happen with them. Um, you know, there's like I said, we have the Chiefs have. A, we both have a lot of time left in free agency. I don't know what you're necessarily what you're what's left in your cap situation. I know you guys got some money. Twenty four. Twenty four mil. I think. Twenty four mil. So hopefully you guys go out and I don't. I don't. I say that hopefully. I mean, there's not even that many people available that are going to be. Yeah. You know game changers whether it's a trade or something like that hopefully for content's sake i I don't want you guys to obviously be good but um right now and likewise but right now things are pointing to another chiefs repeat especially chargers lose austin eckler that's half their offense so that could be interesting so we got that so i'm you know the the chiefs i think they haven't done a whole lot but i'm still going to give them a solid like b for their offseason so far uh raiders i'm going to give them a d um D for doubtful to make the playoffs. And uh, I think we we're going to pick two teams whose free agency we liked and didn't like the most. And um, coaches, you want to go first? You know, I, I, I was thinking about it. I'm going to, I hate to say this, but I think they've actually had, and we haven't talked about this before the show or anything like that, like we normally do, but I'm going to go with the Broncos, man. Um, you know, Ew. they, they got, they got some, Sima- Samaji Piran, who I thought was, you know, yeah. taken away from the Bengals. I think he's a stud. Um, him and Javante Williams, I think we'll be good together. They're both kind of a thunder, thunder type thing. Um, you know, they got Ben Powers, solid guard, and you got Mike. Ma- Ma- 
it's one of your Irish people, McGill or McGlinchey. McGlinchey, Mike McGlinchey from the Niners. Um, yeah, uh, McGlinchey, he's a great <laughs> man. Um, so you know he's one of the best right tackles out there. Um, so improves that offensive line. Try and give you know let Russ cook a little bit longer. Um, and uh, who? What quarterback did they sign? Oh, they signed Jared Stidham. Jared um, Stidham, yep. Well, I think it's a solid backup. You know, Sean Payton is a QB whisperer, so he could probably turn Jared Stidham into what Josh McDaniels couldn't, and that's a good quarterback. So, um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I like what the Broncos have done. Um, you know, I, honorable mention for me is the Bears. I think the Bears have had a great offseason. Um, but for me, the Broncos, I think, have done have done well. I'm giving them a solid, like, B+. You know, I think they'll – Continue to make some moves, um, and uh, yeah. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the Broncos on that one. I, I nice. like what they've done. And least favorite. Least favorite. Um, you might, you might pick mine. You know, you might be thinking I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick the Bucks because they picked Baker Mayfield because they signed Baker Mayfield. Uh, but I think Baker's gonna be okay down there in the AFC and the NFC South. I have faith in Baker Mayfield. I've always been a Baker Mayfield guy. I love his guts. I love his grit. Uh, they got Levante David worst so far, you know, I don't want to be a dick and say the Raiders. So I'm not going to say that. That's um, what I'm going to say. I will go with, I don't off the top of my head. Who do I think had the worst free agency so far? Uh, the easy ones to say the Raiders, so I'm not going to do that. Um, I mean the char- the Chargers. I mean they got Kendricks. That's he's 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 obviously you know one of the top linebackers, but they have other needs that they're not addressing right now. Their cap situation is absolute chaos. Um, so just to, just to stick it to a, a fellow AFC West team, I'll say the Chargers because they obviously got a lot of work to do. The Bengals have had, I think, you know what? I'll go the Bengals. That's what I'm going to do because all this is coming to me. This is, this is, we're doing this live. This is, I don't, I don't write notes down. This is all going on in my head. This is, this is, this is live people. This is, this is coach going, uh, wheels are turning. Um, a little, I can see that one though. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, The Bengals, they, I mean, mostly because they've lost so many people. They lost, they lost Jesse Bay. I mean, they've lost a lot of their defense. Um, you know, and uh, they signed Orlando Brown Jr., which, you know, you know, had allowed the most pressures last year or any left tackle. So, yeah, I'll go the Bengals just because we're hated rivals now. I hate them. And uh, I'm just going to pick the Bengals. Who do you have, sir? Um, so I am going to take the Raiders for the worst. I think it's easy to say. I think I made my case for it. I don't like it at all. And uh, I think that it's just a um, – it's just like mediocrity at its finest. There were obviously a couple others that I didn't like all that much. I think the besides the Bears trade, um, I think a lot of their signings are in the right place, but a lot of them are pieces like Tremaine Edmonds, for example, um, is good, but I think he was good in his system. I think kind of in a standalone defense with not a great defensive line, he might struggle. Um and I'm still not even sure that, you know, Justin Fields is going to get it all done with um, what's his name from the Panthers. Uh, why am I blanking on his name? Who? The quarterback? Who did the, no, the Bears got from the Panthers for um, DJ Moore. You know, I've never been a big DJ Moore fan, so that is what it is. I just don't know if he's enough to turn turn the dial there. 
but we'll see what they end up doing. They have so much capital in the draft that's going to be that can totally change my opinion of it. But I'm still going to say Raiders for the worst. For the the first could be surprising because they really didn't make any moves besides getting rid of a couple players. Um, coach, I'm going to go with the Jets for my favorite team in free agency, and you know why? Because they're shooting for the moon. They re-signed um, Quinn Williams' brother Quincy. They got rid of Braxton Barrio, saved a little money there. They kept their pieces. They're probably going to have to trade one receiver with this whole Aaron Rodgers deal. But I respect the fact that so much that they're going for gold. They want Aaron Rodgers there. Um, I want to be like how Greeny from ESPN is. Like he went on, he looked like he was in an Uber the other night, and he's had to say this is one of like the top five moments of his life. Was listening to Aaron Rodgers on Pat McAfee saying that his intention is to play for the Jets. Um, best player they've had since Joe Namath, he says. So, uh, I think it's great that a franchise is willing to go for whatever it takes to get their team, um, to that next level. And that's what the Jets are doing. So, I'm gonna say best free agency, even though they didn't really do a whole lot, but they're kind of like you guys, they just maintained a lot of quality pieces they have. And what's their weakest area? It's the quarterback. So, they're gonna try to fix that. So, I'm gonna go Jets with my favorite free agency, despite them doing uh, so little. How do you, and I mean, I don't know if you had anything else on the Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, the uh, Rod- the Rodgers thing is, I mean, it, you know, it's a come down to compensation. Like the poll we put up, is he going to get two firsts? Is he going to get a first and a third? I still think a first and a third, maybe throwing a fifth or something like that next year's draft or whatever. But um, yeah, I mean, and then it's like to the Packers, it's like if you listen to any sports radio, and I agree with this, anything they said is, you know, like, Aaron Rodgers has got to show up to minicamp. He's got to be fully engaged. And because this is a young team, it's learning how to win. They got young receivers. So they really just need to um, fully uh, be able to prepare in the offseason together, not just have him be lax days ago. Like I think like he's been in the last couple of years in Green Bay. Uh, he needs to, you know, get that fire going again and go into, um, uh, you know, New York and, and, and do his thing and show these young guys how to win. Rand Rogers, we know, is great at winning during the regular season, but you know the postseason's a different story. But I, uh, you'll get. Re- I mean, his boy Lazard's there. You know, they'll probably who do you who do you think what receiver do you think they'll end up trading? I think Elijah Moore. He was Elijah talking Moore. a lot of crap last year about leaving, and I think they may just uh, yeah Elijah Moore maybe in those first and third, and then that'll get it done. But I don't know. But I, I think it's I, for for a Jets fan, you know, being being where we're from, we know some Jets people, and they got to be ecstatic and. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 weird that he's taking the same path as far, but you know that's again that's also not necessarily surprising. Right. So, but also kind of going out with kind of a less than favorable attitude. You know, like a lot of Packers fans are just kind of tired of his antics. Yeah, they're and, over it, and yeah, and I don't blame them at all. Right, uh, I'd be over it too. And you just yeah. Oh, I'm done with it. Too. I'm just glad he's finally at least, even though he's yeah. not signed, he's finally made a a clear announcement to where he's headed. But I am annoyed. Also, that he's going to the AFC because it's just another quarterback to deal with. It's like who is okay. even in the NFC that's any good anymore? Best best quarterback in the NFC right now. I mean, it's definitely Jalen Hurts. I mean, that's it's not even right. Close, but yeah, the the rest of the tiers is just like you know, Kirk throw, Cousins throw, throw a dart at the wall. Yeah, it's, it's wild. It, yeah. Meanwhile, the AFC is just absolutely stacked. Mm-hmm. Um. So we got that. So you went with Broncos as your favorite. I went with Jets. I went with Raiders as your worst. You went with Bengals. Fair enough. And then um, one player before we lock up shop here. Ooh, before we get to that, if you're betting on March Madness, 
any other sporting events going on, UFC, boxing, baseball, basketball, whatever, get on to our guys on Underdog Fantasy and use promo code RTK. Get $100 matched for uh, your first deposit. And if you're buying tickets to any of these events, SeatGeek, promo code RTK, and you'll get a little discount on your order there. Now, what player would you like to sign or you'd like to see the Chiefs sign um, before free agency ends? doesn't have to be a, a splash signing. One, one other one other promo we have running, if you have a hot sister, mom, anything like that, and you type in uh, RTK on Hinge, you can no, – no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I'm <laughs> got a new sponsor. I didn't know I'm, that. I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just messing around. Um, you can edit that out. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I would love – I would love to get OBJ, but not at 15 to 20 million. Uh, I think crazy. he'd be really di- dynamic. And I also, as far as a trade goes, let me throw this in there. I'm going I'm to throw, I'm going to throw, I'm putting you on the spot. I'm going to throw a trade. And I saw this, uh, Deontay Johnson uh, from uh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh does a great job of, you know, drafting wide receivers. If maybe you can go get Deontay Johnson for a third or something like that, be all over that. He's making 7 million this year, 8 million next year. Great downfield threat. Um, I think he he blossomed here. Didn't he have like zero touch? Didn't he have zero touchdowns? Yeah, last he year? had a he had a bad year last year. But just like another, you know, Steelers former Steelers player came here and did well. I think Deontay Johnson would do good. So I'm gonna go OBJ, Deontay Johnson. Stick with the wide receivers. Um, we obviously need you know guys elsewhere. I would have loved to see Darius Slay come to come to KC, but uh, you know, we have done a you know it's it's Brian Cook time. You know, Brian Cook's going to take Thornhill's position, and you know we've done great at drafting secondary the last couple of years. So yeah, been. we'll do what we got to do. But OBJ Beckham Jr., not Brown Jr., and I'd love to see Deontay, Deontay Johnson. That's you know. Now, was Deontay Johnson actually available, or uh, there's rumors of it. I don't know, but we I'm don't just, know if they're shopping him around. So, or anything. Yeah, I'm just they already lost Claypool, there. so they're yeah. probably drafting another receiver. Um, and then my mind, he's not um, – he would be a rotational player at this point. Um, Davian Clowney got cut by the Browns the other day. I think uh, either rushing outside or inside, um, he still has some some gas left in the tank. Um, also injury prone. Also have – you know, he was a locker room issue, I guess, with the Browns. Um, I think they had him sit out a game. Or they sent him home for something because he, he said how he wanted to leave. Um, but I always wanted him as a Raider. You know, I was upset that they picked Mac over him, but I mean, well, he went first overall, but still, I wanted Clowney. Uh, Mac ended up being the better player, but still, I wouldn't mind seeing him in black and silver. I think some depth on the D line would be nice. So, Jadavian Clowney, that's what I'm looking at, probably on a one year deal, which because he can't get a long term deal anywhere. Um, but that's my guy right there. So, good. That's a good one about a trade. Any mm-hmm. trade, I don't put you on the spot there. Is there any trade? That you Bro, we don't have anyone left good to trade. Um, you got picks or, or, there, right? Got picks. Um, I, people are speculating that they may be moving on from Renfro next. Get rid of the whole old guard there, which would be upsetting because he's a, another fan favorite, just like Darren Waller was. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of some. Uh, we really just need another corner. Our, you look at corner and D line and linebacker; they just all look really bad. So I don't know. I I would have to see who's out there to be honest. I have to do a little more research on that one. But you know, I was kind of hoping that. Um, the Eagles wouldn't be able to hold on to everyone and Bradbury could come this way. Obviously I was a big, I was big into the idea of Javon Hargrave coming here, but the Niners scooped him up too. So, you know, we'll see. I got to look at again at who's out there, but uh, 
it's it's slim pickings right now. So we'll see. The Raiders are just thoroughly disappointing me right now. I'm just trying to think what Al Davis would say with all this. I don't think he'd be all that thrilled. He's rolled over in his grave a couple times. Oh, he sure has. So his uh, son's got to pony up the dough and, and get this this train moving. The most profitable, one of the most profitable teams in the league. So why don't we act like it? And he's and got that haircut. I like. I know I'm not one to talk. I don't got much hair. I left, thought he shaved his head. I thought he shaved his head. I man. thought that was fake, dude. I didn't oh, it was it fake? All right. Well, I haven't really seen him since. So. Yeah. He's, Who knows? Uh, he's but, a character. But ironically, as we we do this podcast, Jimmy G's getting ready for his first um his first interview uh, at the uh, facility in Henderson, Nevada, right now. And uh, I just saw that Jacoby Myers has already been asked about his beautiful pass to. Uh, Chandler Jones only played them this year. So he's uh, at least handling that well, but you know, we'll welcome the new guys and do, and do what it is, but it's just, I'd like to see if they're capable of signing anyone that didn't play in new England first. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be a good, a good key. Oh, you know, what? uh, Jones, the cornerback from, this is a Patriot. I would take the cornerback, uh, that they kind of had to replace JC Jackson. I wouldn't mind if they sent him over this way. He was decent. And I did see Miles Jack just got cut. I wouldn't mind having him as a Miles Jack. Yeah, I like Miles Jack. I mean, I think yeah. our linebacking core is good, but yeah, Miles Jack's a stud. We could use him. Linebacking core sucks. So uh, that's it for this episode of Raiding the Kingdom. We're I think after free agency, we'll probably have another episode with some free agency stuff. But draft is coming up uh, a little over a month away. Coach and I are going to be there for night one. Should be yeah. exciting, exhilarating, and uh, we're getting excited for that. So interact with us on social. Use our promo code SeatGeek and Underdog Fantasy and make yourself some money. Get yourself some tickets. And uh, coach, anything for the people before we go? I'll I'll, I'll switch it up. Uh, you know this is uh, this is a football podcast, but March Madness is awesome. Uh, shout out to our boys UConn. Let's go get a let's go get a fifth title. Let's go. That'd be great. Yep. Peace out.